Hello everybody and welcome to Off The Boards. As you can see today, there's only me and Ryan, so today, I don't know if it's like last time Ethan wasn't here, I don't know if he's gonna show up or not, but as always, like I said, I'm Josh, over there is Ryan, and together, with Ethan, we are all off the board. So we actually do have a lot of news this week, unlike last week, yeah. where we had literally nothing. Today is, yeah. this week has been an exciting week for hockey news. And we actually, funny enough, just got some breaking news about 20-ish minutes ago. Uh, mm -hmm. Jack Hughes took an extension with the New Jersey Devils. Now, I don't know what the terms of the contract are. I'm assuming Ryan's staring at it right now. I uh, am. Yeah. What do we got? You want me to say Yep. It is an eight by eight, uh, $64 million over the next eight years. Uh, he has a modified no trade clause in the last four years of it, but with a 10 team no trade list. Uh, $2 million signing bonus this year. And half of that. Is it just me or is that like low? I I think this is going to be a deal that's going to be great value in years to come. Yeah. But right now, you have to keep in mind. While he was amazing at the start of this year, he's coming back tonight, which is another great thing. He's coming back tonight from New Jersey Devils. Uh, in two years previous to this league, he has 21 points in 61 games and 31 points in 56 games. Not oh, yeah, didn't he? Numbers, but he got crunched he, at the beginning of the year, didn't he? He, yes, he has been out. Uh, he is set to return tonight. Uh, so far this year, he has three points in two games, including two goals. Uh, and, has, and they were uh, nice goals, too. Yeah. Like they were yeah. nice looking goals he scored. Absolutely. Early in this year, we highlighted his uh, his goals. One of them, a great selling where he threw, the, threw a stick back and stand that. Didn't need that in. Um, but yeah, no, I think this is going to be great value for the, for the Devils in years to come. Uh, right now, it's looking like that's not a lot of money. Yeah. It just because his stat line before this hasn't been super impressive. He is. He did struggle a little bit to start the start of his career, but he's starting to come into his own now. And I think we're definitely going to be seeing some time in the new year for who's going to be first on Sunday. Uh, that said, I mean, props to him. He deserves this money. Uh, I can't wait to see what he does. He said it seems tonight. So, yeah, all in all, I think this is a good deal for New Jersey Devils. Really sets up your one-two down the middle for the next eight years or so. So, yeah. What is blocking my window? Oh, I can't um, open my damn window. Right. Keep going. While Josh figures out his window, I'm going to bring up a few other pieces of news before we talk. Before uh, he says anything about Jack Hughes, uh, Doug Wilson, GM of San Jose Sharks, is on medical leave. Uh, yes. We don't know uh, what's going on prayers. there, but uh, thoughts and prayers, Doug Wilson. Hope he gets well soon. Uh, Chris Russell uh, breaks the record for most blocked shots in the NHL. Yeah, that's actually uh, crazy. Yeah, good for him. Uh, you know, when you do something well, it works. Uh, just got my, my stuff down there. That's why I'm looking that way. Uh, other than that, we do have the big Montreal news, which we'll get to later in the show. Your team is finally uh, starting to turn corner. We did something. Oh, uh, Brad Marchand, nicest guy in the world, suspended three games exclusive blue footing all wrecking the Marseille. Uh, it's a shame we don't have uh, Ethan here to talk about it. You know, Ekman Larson, obviously. Uh, on the Vancouver Canucks this year, he traded there. Are we but, able to get um, on the play? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, there, there's no, I don't think there's any talks of him being injured. But Marshall out with three games. Uh, that does lead me to the other piece of news that we had. Uh, Brady Kachuk was bitten by Brendan Lemieux. That's uh, so disgusting, man. 
Like, yeah. I'm hoping my Munchies. mic's picking up what I'm saying right now, but that, like, that is yeah. so disgusting and despicable. How do you bite it someone? Is. You're a professional goddamn athlete, and you're out there biting your opponent. And I, I don't, I want to know what was going through that guy's head. I can't get my window open. I've given up. But probably, like, probably nothing was going through Brennan Reese. Uh, you know, there's been reports now that, oh yeah, you guys built a brickhead. Uh, you know, kind of a dick. He's clogged with his son, who's too, too surprised. Kind of a uh, dick. Kind of? He bit someone. Yeah, he, he's a dick. You're a professional uh, athlete who makes a ton of money playing this playing the sport that you supposedly love, and you just bit someone. Yep. Like. Uh, so it is a crazy thing to me. I can't believe he did it. I can't um, And we are still waiting to hear... There was an in-person hearing or a Zoom meeting. You know, can't do it in person right now. But, uh, yeah, a Zoom meeting the uh, suspension. So I don't think there's any limit. So I think that considers it uh, in-person. It's as close as we can get. So yeah. I think that removes any limit there is for suspension. So we'll see what he, what he gets. It's got to be, what, a minimum of five games at least? Minimum minimum five. I wouldn't be surprised if it was I wouldn't be surprised if it was 15 to 20, honestly. Like, you can't. Yeah. Like, you, you can't bite someone. There's so many things in hockey that you can get away with. But as a decent human, you shouldn't be biting someone like that. Like, no. My, who, I think it was Tyson. Didn't he bite call, uh, Holyfield's ear off in a boxing match? Or was it Mayweather? Oh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Uh, it was either was Mayweather Tyson. or Tyson. I can't remember. One, one of the other bit Holyfield's ear. It was ear. Mike Tyson. I yeah. think it was Definitely. Um, he bit Holyfield's goddamn ear off, and like you can't, like it's that man. I take like a lot of issue with him biting that guy. Like there are not a lot of things that like grind my gears in hockey. Well, actually, there is a lot of things that the NHL does that grinds my gears. But like this, if they let him get away with anything less than five games, and you know the maximum fine's only gonna be five thousand dollars because that's all they can do. But if they give him a minimum of like, say, let's say they give him three games, I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm gonna absolutely lose my mind. But you can't, you can't get away with that. Come on. Yeah, you you can't get away with it. Uh, Brandon Lemieux. It's also worth noting he's repeated. Uh, you know, spending the two games in November 2018 for a check the head of Vinny Trocheck. Did he apologize? Uh, July, uh, July 2020, he was spending two games for a legal check. Legal check that injured you know Stong's boy. Uh, I don't think there's been any. Uh, knew something that apology from to uh to Brady Kachuk from Brady but uh, God. Brady Kachuk did have some comments. Let's see if I can pull those up. They were probably something along the lines of "Why the hell did he bite me?" <laughs> Actually, it's probably uh, more vulgar than that. But I believe he said called it gutless. Was, uh, the sound bite. It would. Uh, I would agree. I wish we had this clip. I wish that. I wish I knew that there was an actual clip out there of him talking about that. I would have recorded it earlier. But. Uh. Oh uh, yeah, he called it gutless. Uh, he called him a prickhead, so nobody likes him. Yeah, it was the most gutless thing somebody could ever do. Uh, nobody ever wants to play with him. This guy is a bad guy and a bad teammate. Posts himself all the time. He said he's a joke and shouldn't be in the league. Uh, no other team wants him. He's going to be begging to be in the NHL. He's going to walk. He's an absolute joke. I can't even wrap my head around it. Can't even wrap my head around this. People don't even do this. He's just a bad guy. 
Well, yeah, it's like, uh, like it's that's yeah. not a hockey play. Like, no. there's been, I don't think in history there's been anyone, I'm probably wrong, someone's definitely bit someone in this league, but, like, yeah, it has to be, like, yeah. a one-off situation. Like, there's definitely yeah, not, like, a, there's not an issue of people going around biting people in the NHL. The closest we had was Marshan trying to lick, who did he, who did he lick again? Back when he had that licking thing. Lick How, what was his suspension for that lick? Uh, just real quickly, look, look, look that up for me because yeah, if they, Ryan if they're gonna give him less or the same that Marshan got for licking someone, I'm gonna lose my mind. Marshan did not get any supplemental discipline for that. It was penalized. Uh, yeah, no, just licked a dude in 2018 in the playoffs. Yeah, Callahan got did it. Weird. Like. Today, if I went up to Ryan and licked him, he could say I was trying to, I was assaulting him with bodily fluids. Like, actually. I mean, actually, sure, but uh, if you came up with licking him, you'd probably just punch in the face. Uh, no, no, you wouldn't. I absolutely would. And, uh, next time I'm in Fredericton, we'll see. Now, you're gonna lick me. Yeah, maybe. Please don't lick me. I'm a wild cannon, Ryan. You're not, you're not my girlfriend, alright? Please, please don't lick me. Whoa! She would ever do that. Not. Whoa! I'm gonna have. No. I'm gonna have to omit no. that from the record. Apparently. No. <laughs> Josh, don't lick me. Licking people's weird. It's just I agree. Weird. Wow. Uh. Yeah. All right. So that's enough about. Uh. Brandon. Before Before we go I'm on to the next bit of news, I I, I want to get mm -hmm. this out real quick. So. Yeah. I don't know who it was, but man. Shout out to the one person in Finland that listened to our podcast. Yeah, shout out to that guy. I don't know. I Look, I was looking at our statistics today just out of curiosity, and 97% of our listeners are in Canada. 3% of them are in Finland. And I'm like, why? I assume it's because oh, yeah. of the Finnish Gary Busey episode. Oh my god, if it is. I, I, I'm assuming it was, but that's hilarious. That would be awesome. I hope so. I hope that person reaches out on Spotify and they because it's on Spotify, and they go, uh, they go, yeah, saw you in Finland, bud. <laughs> like hell yeah, dog. Thank you. Like uh, that, 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 that made my day when I saw that. I'm not gonna lie. So shout out to whoever that was in Finland. Uh, shout out to that guy. Um, other piece of news: Matt Murray uh, was wait to put on waivers. See ya. Uh, bye bye. Cleared waivers. Made made to uh, is going to report to Belleville. I don't. Uh, I don't think he's. I, I don't I, know. You think he's gonna come I mean, back? I think he probably does come back eventually. I don't think it'll be for the Senators, but um, yeah, it's unfortunate. He's just not been uh, quite clear that he was in uh, Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, I mean, he hasn't been that player in a long time. To be fair, like uh, it's. Yeah. It, I mean, I. I don't know if Matt Murray was ever. Good. Well, he was good. He wasn't I don't know. I don't Two know. If, he was good. Other than that. I don't, but that's the thing. I don't know if he was good, or if the system he was playing in was just really, really good. Because think about it system, like this. But, but like, I mean, yeah. Sidney Crosby. You had Sidney Crosby, one of the best leaders in the world, as the head, as the uh, the captain of that team, and they had good teams. Those two runs. Like, yeah, they did. So it's their like, defense, though their defense was kind of questionable. At least for some of the years. 
Giants. This is true. But like, how did Matt? How did Matt do in the regular season the next year? Like, was he the starter again? And that after after they won the first one, who was the starter at the start of year two? I think it was uh, Flurry again, wasn't it? I believe him and Flurry split time that year. Uh, well, actually, no. He he played uh, forty nine games. Uh, the year they won the cup, the second. The year they won the first cup, played thirteen games. The year after, he played forty nine. When they won the second cup, the after. How many or what was his uh what was his goals against save percentage? Uh in the reg- regular season, the first year there was a starter at nine two three two four one goals against. Second year nine oh seven nine two nine. Uh the year the second after that, year was the one year, he was starting. Uh he start those were the two years they started. Uh he played forty nine games both years. Uh the, the first year he had without Marc Andre Fleury we played fifty games. He had a nine one nine and two six nine. Uh, since then he has not been enough above 900. That's an, like, so the thing is, right, even a 269, that's an average. Like, that. that's not, yeah. like, that's not outstanding. You're not yeah. the worst goalie in the league. But if you have a 269 on Pittsburgh, you obviously have some issue somewhere that people are exploiting because you're yeah. getting scored on almost three times a game. And then he went to somewhere else that didn't have the system that he's used to playing with and he's not succeeding well at all. It, it looks well, bad. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. You have to con- give some consideration that uh, at least 33 of these games he played uh, in, in Ottawa. Ottawa. Admittedly, but, he played 38 games and still had similar stats uh, the last year in Pittsburgh. Trip and, yeah, but yeah. that's the thing. I believe that this Senators team with a goalie would be way better. Like if they had someone that's not Matt Murray. Now, you're right. Uh, actually, you said Ottawa. Never mind. I was going to talk about uh, Tristan Yarge. Don't they still have Joey Decord? Uh, they lost one goalie to... Vegas. Uh, or Seattle. Seattle. I don't know if it was Joey Decord or Stegen. Uh, actually, I think it was Joey Decord. I, think, I that... think it was Joey Decord, too. So I don't think that the Senators have a contingency plan for this. I think that the Senators... Last year at the expansion draft protection, we're like, I think Matt Murray is going to be the better option than Joey Decord. Uh, and I bet I think you they still have one guy. They, they have someone else. Think. Philip Gustafson. Oh, well, I mean, that's not a great contingency plan. <laughs> I would have rather had Joey Decord. Like, if I was the GM of the Senators, which I'm not, and I'm also a Leafs fan, and I'm, you know, I don't have any business background, but if that was me, I would have said, okay, Matt Murray, we're not protecting you. We're protecting Joey Decord. Because why would you let the younger goalie walk when he's got so much more potential than Matt Murray? You've seen what Matt Murray can do with your team. It's not good. If you want to say, okay, he won two Stanley Cups, you're right. He won those on the Penguins. With the one of the best hockey players we've ever seen. Like, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's like how... I think it might have been a cat salary. Because Ottawa may have needed for him. They could have signed... Like, they, they could have signed someone to a giant deal. I mean, they signed to Chuck going into the year. Yeah, that's true. Like, they could have just gone to some random vet that was a free agent and gone, Hey, here's $4 million. Play for us for one year. And you might not even play it, but you're going to get $4 million. I'd that's take true. that deal. They, they could have. Yeah. Um, like, you know... It, the, we don't see that a lot in the NHL, but I know that in my rebuilds, when I've done them on NHL, the the games, sometimes you have a lot of money. 
And sometimes you need to hit the cat the salary floor when you're rebuilding. So I've signed some vets to like four million dollar contracts before and just gone here, just sit here, wait. You'll yeah. be there if an injury happens. Yeah. Uh <laughs> you could do that. Uh you know, Matt Murray, gone down to Belleville. Uh moving on. Evander Kane. Never gonna also, play. Never gonna play again. Yeah. Not yeah, not North put, America. Never. Also putting waivers put back on and sent down, cleared waivers. Evidently, people offered to the threats had offered people to trade him for half that value, he half his contract, and still nobody took it. Why would anyone? Why, why would you? Why would why you? Would, yeah. yeah. This no is worries. like this is the only team that would do it is Carolina because they love putting cancerous hockey players on their team. Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that guy. Uh, yeah, there were actually talks that the Vancouver. There were rumors Vancouver might be interested. That oh was shot God. down by Vancouver. Vancouver came out and said we're not. Interested. I would too. Like Vancouver's yeah. got enough issues right now. I know that they're struggling to score goals, but you really want to bring someone in like that. There's rumors that Bo Horvat's getting traded. The last thing you need is to lose a guy like Bo Horvat and bring in a Vander Kane. That is yeah. tough. Even at half the guy's Dan salary, because I don't even think he's vaccinated yet. Uh, I'm he, is. he is. He is fully vaccinated. So the Sharks' assistant GM came out and said, "Yes, he's fully vaccinated." Uh, really so yeah i don't know why he had a fake card but because he, he wasn't vaccinated i i don't believe i don't i don't believe that he was vaccinated when he had that fake card i will believe that he's pro i believe he's probably yeah, vaccinated he's now but like yeah. still the guy is never yeah. gonna suit i'm telling you right now anyone listening to this he's never gonna suit up in an ahl game he's never gonna suit up in an nhl game his only option left is to go play in russia because apparently in russia allegations and stuff don't fucking matter that's where jake rattanen went i have no problem saying that fuck jake rattanen yeah. yeah uh i definitely see him going to europe he is reporting to the ahl affiliate of the sharks so he might play a few games there but i don't um, i don't see it I don't, I don't see them. I don't. I I don't see him wanting to play down there, and I don't see the players on the team wanting him to play or accepting him. It's like how on the Sharks, they're like, "We don't want you here. We don't want you in the locker room. We don't want you on the ice. We don't want you in the hotel. We don't want you anywhere near our team, because all you do is complain and cause issues." Admittedly, he might stick around in North America just long enough to get paid out his contract. Uh, you know, he uh, was he did file for bankruptcy. Uh, I believe last year, so I wouldn't be surprised to fix, fix it out just to get the paycheck. There are Rather some things, though, with we'll filing see. for bankruptcy that do give you the ability to clear all of your debt immediately and then just not have to worry about it. And if he went to the KHL, he would be getting paid anyway. Uh, we're not going to get into the tax law. No, here. I don't want to get into the tax stuff of, of bankruptcy, but I'm just saying there are some cases where they would wipe his entire debt board away. And then he would just I have to feel like it's made out for one of those cases. But uh, moving on, let's get away from that. Um, uh, before we start talking about the Montreal stuff, uh, Jake DeBrusque. There are rumors that Jake DeBrusque may be, may be getting. To where? Or what? I don't know. What would you pay for Jake DeBrusque? Uh, I think roughly uh, 30, 40 points score. As a Leafs fan, nothing. <laughs> I. Yeah, maybe not to the least, but for three point seven, three point six seven five million dollars, one year until he's twenty five. What do you old. What do you think that the Bruins want for him? Because I can I, I I can tell you what I think they want. All right, what do you think that they want? 
defenseman. Uh, you're probably right. They want defenseman. I wouldn't be surprised if they want. I'm pretty sure their top guy is McAvoy and Grizzlick right now. Yeah, but I mean McAvoy's good. They just need somebody else. And Grizzlick's not even a four. Grizzlick might be a four. He's not a three. He's not a two. He might be a he's a top six. I don't even think he's a top four. And you have him on the top pair with Charlie McAvoy. So if you're going to trade... That's it. I wouldn't be surprised if they went for picks. I know uh, what they're doing. What are they going to do? Oh, no, Josh. What are you, what are you, what's your thoughts? I mean, they could go to Carolina and be like, hey, heard that Tony D'Angelo guy's pretty good at hockey again. There's no fucking way that the Boston... Their culture's too good to bring out. But that's the thing. It's Boston. Uh, they have a good culture. They could fix a guy like that. It's the same reason I believe they could probably fix Evander Kane. I don't think they want to. No, no. I don't think anyone I wants also, to. I also think the Boston Bruins know the position they're in, know the guys that are getting older on it. I mean, they know Tuka Rask is coming back. Tuka Rask is coming back. That's the other thing. He, yeah. is, he was actually spot on practices. Yeah, so we, we know today. we know he's gonna sign in probably January and be playing yeah. in February at the at the latest. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, okay, so Boston does. I do. I genuinely do believe that Boston needs a defenseman, and that's why they're trading this guy. Because right now Boston has uh, they're playing the Atlantic. They have 18 games played. They're 11 and seven. They've scored 56 goals and let in 51. Now. Letting in 51 is actually not bad at all because it puts them in contendency with, like, the Lightning, who have only let in 56, the Panthers have only let in 56, and the Leafs have only let in 49, and the Leafs have played five more games than the Bruins. So I don't think that goal – I don't. I, maybe goal scoring is their problem. I, I don't know because they've only scored 56 goals. So they are trailing behind in goal scoring, but – like, I mean, it's the Bruins, though. It, yeah, but your tra- goal scoring has never been really the thing. It's always more defensive system. You're about to trade, yeah, because that's the thing. Forward. What are you doing? You're trading Jake the Brusque for another forward? Like that doesn't make no. any sense to me. You're not going to trade no. for a goalie because you know you have Tuukka Rask coming back, so you have to yeah. be going for defensemen here. I don't know or, who that. Or the other possibility is they know that hey, our guys aren't getting any younger. Maybe it's starting to start thinking about. Uh, going for picks, building a little more of a draft. If you were going to do that, if you were going to do that, why would you be trading DeBrusque? Why wouldn't you be trading uh, Bergeron or Marchand, one of the guys who are older, or Krejci? Krejci would probably be... Krejci's gone, but Krejci went retired or went to Europe. Oh, well then, yeah. Uh, I could see them trading a vet. and Marchand are never going to... I think if you're going to trade somebody, Taylor Hollisball, your guy... Maybe yeah. Charlie Coyle. Nick if you're, Coyle yeah, if, you're, if you're trying to clean house and you're trying to get picks, then yeah, those are the guys you're moving. I don't think they're trying to move for picks. I think they're trying to move to win because it's Boston, Ryan. You know it just as well yeah. as I do. If yeah. Boston makes the playoffs, they're going to kick and scream and they're going to give whoever they play a hard time. There's not going to yeah. be a sweep. Anytime you play against Boston, think, it's not going to be a right. sweep. They're probably going to be trained for But who? With who? Like, I... There are supposedly eight different teams interested and more coming in. Uh, so. Who has an overabundance of defensemen that would want a forward? Carolina. Like that, but Carolina is really strong already. Like they don't need a DeBrusque. Carolina doesn't need a forward. Uh, 
Not you guys do, but you guys don't have a defenseman trade. Uh oh yeah, we do. Oh yeah, we we are clearing house. We'll get into that in a second. Uh but there's no chance of help Boston makes a trade with Montreal Canadiens. Uh, They're not gonna trade with Washington. They wouldn't trade with the Devils or Flyers. Like it would be a West team, uh, probably. Uh, Blackhawks make no sense. The Stars don't really make any sense. Who Chicago have? Chicago. They have a bunch of young guys. I don't think I. I, I think it'd be more than McCabe. I could see them oh, going right. to the Ducks. Ducks. And asking yeah. for someone like Manson or Shattenkirk. Yeah, maybe Lindholm. Yeah, well, I think Lindholm is the best out of all three of them, so that's why I was going for the other yeah. two. But... but Lindholm would also be the guy that you'd probably have to get. But the thing is, like, I see that actually working because then um, the Ducks get more goal scoring and Boston gets more defense, which is two things that those two teams need right now. Or and Boston especially is going to need because they need Tuka Rask, right? This team, this team, it's true. This this team is not the same without Tuka Rask. And I'm I'm a Leafs fan. But even Ryan will agree with me. Boston, the Bruins aren't the same without Tuka backstopping them. This this no. iteration of them at least. No. I don't fear playing Boston like I used to. You might still, because you guys are at the bottom of the division. Actually, you're not at the bottom of the division anymore? The Sens are lower than y'all? Oh, my. Whoa. Oh, my God. And they're going to lose again, because tomorrow they play the Canucks, and Canucks are going to win. I mean... They're going to do it. Man, you guys are getting you guys are getting really close to the Coyotes on goal difference, man. There's a seven goal gap between you and the Coyotes now. Are we? Do we just want to get into the Habs? Yes. Do we just want to do it. All right. Yes. The Montreal Canadiens fired Mark Bergevin, Trevor Timmons. Can I say it? Can I say it this way? Yeah. The Montreal Canadiens fire. <laughs> fire Bergevin. Okay. Get him gone. Yeah. Get him gone. Bergevin. Mark Bergevin, I am sad to see go, but happy Are he's you? gone. Uh, like, it was time for a change. Though bittersweet, that said, man. Bittersweet. Bitter, bittersweet. Mark Bergevin, I will tell you one thing. Nobody loved his team. There's no not a single GM in this league that loves his team like Bergevin loves Yeah? There was genuine love between him and this team. Um, and I am... I'm glad... It's, I'm glad that there's a change happening. I'm glad we're going in a new direction. Mm-hmm. I am sad to see him go, and I wish him only the best of That said, Trevor Timmons is gone. Holy fuck. Who? He was our assistant GM. He was our oh. assistant GM. He was the guy oh, that the was head of, the scouting. He- Isn't that the head of scouting for you guys? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you hated this guy. You were, uh, you were complaining about him two weeks ago. scouting was god-awful for far too fucking long. Yeah. We've had a few good picks in the last couple of years, but if you look at our draft history, uh, we are probably the worst team in the league in drafting and developing our players. Yeah, that's so, so bad for Cole Caulfield, man. I mean, Cole Caulfield's a little, admittedly not been too bad. In the last couple of years, he's gotten a little bit better. No, I don't, mean, I don't mean Caulfield as a player. I mean, Caulfield is getting... I'm not going to say you guys are wasting his talent, but like, there's, yeah, there's an issue somewhere. If Caulfield is supposed to be this high-talent player like everyone was saying he was going to be, why does he have, like, two points in 14 games? He has three points in 16 games. Not every player is Austin Matthews, Josh. They need a little bit of time. Uh, but, but he, Ryan, he, you, you even have to admit with me that that's I, not... I'm not talking about Caulfield. I'm not talking about Caulfield. 
if you look at our drafting in the last few years, we've had one player since two, three. I don't even think, two, yeah, like three, four players since 2012. Mark Bergeron took over in 2012. That was his first year drafting. We've had four players play over 100 games for us. Five, if you can't talk to me. Yeah, five, if you can't talk to me, played over 100 games for us. That was actual graphics special Canadians. In the last. In the last nine years, our drafting has been terrible. Our player uh, development has been terrible. Romanov's looked pretty good. He was a pick. Coffee's looked good. He's been, he was a pick. There are a few other guys that look good and could be, and they're all from the last few years. But, oh my God, was it bad. So long. We took guys like McCarron, Durbeck, Toulson, all of these project players that did not pan out. Like, Arturi Lickney, look good. 2013 draft. Grabbed him. Good for him. Yatschenyak was our pick in the first round of 2012. Admittedly. It wasn't a great draft year. I but, like Yatschenyak. I still do. Too bad the Leafs couldn't come to a term with him because I actually liked him on the Leafs. Yeah, but like there's just nothing here of any value. Like Victor, Victor Mete, and we took Mikhail Serge in 2016. I thought it was a great pick. And then we traded him. I mean, we got Jonathan Duran. Jonathan Duran's been good. But hey, we're the Montreal Canadiens. We need defensemen right now. Oh, Mikhail Sergeyev. Admittedly, Mikhail Sergeyev is kind of a uh, brickhead, and I, I don't like him that much. Any day of the week, if you came to me and said, Josh, would you rather have Druin or Sergeyev? Sergeyev. I think it's 2020. All day. I know it's 2020, uh, but I'm just saying. Yeah. That said, we are now in the search for a new GM. We hired Jeff Gordon. He was working with the New York. Rangers, and that was the president of player up, president of hockey ops for the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, president of hockey ops for. I uh, I actually that. learned uh, last week that Montreal didn't actually have a president of hockey operations until this, so they've just been letting Bergevin run all of his ideas by himself for the past however many years because uh, it, missed it. Yeah, it was him and Mr. Molson. Yes, but Mr. Molson only cares about what puts butts in my seat and puts money in my pocket, so he doesn't care about what Bergevin does. Our owner isn't terrible. No, so I'm not saying your owner is terrible, true. but I'm just saying right now, there's no way that that guy stopped anything that Bergevin wanted to do. I bet no, you it was Bergevin's team. It was 100% Bergevin's I bet Bergevin's you the phone team. call for the Shea Weber trade was, hey, I'm trading for Shea Weber, I'm trading PK. Okay, cool. Click. Yeah, that like was that. more or less how it went. But we now have Jeff Gordon. Uh, he saw great success as GM of the Bruins. He was the guy that got Phil Kessel, Lucic, and Fred Raycroft for Rask. You know, like, uh, you know, lots yeah. of good things there. They rebuilt. I bet you. I bet you he did do that, Ryan. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then trade. I think he was also the guy to trade Phil Kessel to the, to the Leafs. Uh, yeah, but that trade wasn't bad. Hey. <laughs> I would I I don't know. Yeah. Also Zinsign Zendano Char and Mark Savard. Savard, uh both very good. Uh and then went to the Rangers. I believe he was the guy that was fired uh for the whole thing with uh them calling out the lean over the uh Marin Yeah he was. Um, he was the guy that got fired for that. Yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. now president of hockey ops and now we're like for GM. We do have some and... candidates, but I'll let you say what you're saying. Uh, well, it's Montreal, so it has to be a French-Canadian. 
because you guys are stupid rules. So who are the candidates, Ryan? Do I even recognize any of them? All right, you will recognize a few of these. Is it Patrick uh, Waugh? Patrick Waugh is one of the guys on the list. Uh, one of my buddies. Seen... One of my buddies yesterday. Has... Actually, you know yeah. who it was. It was Matt. Matt's like, I want Patrick Waugh. I'm like, really? He's like, yep. I don't. Um, I like Patrick Waugh. I do. He saw um, success in. Uh... I wouldn't mind him seeing seeing him start sort of maybe a coaching role. Maybe if he wants to come back to the organization, but I don't think he's the guy to be. Uh, I don't know. I thought he did pretty good in Colorado. He just couldn't. As the coach, he was coach Colorado. Yeah, but I also think I don't know. I think he's got more. I don't think I don't think the coaching role suited him very well. Yeah, he was also vice president of hockey ops uh, in Colorado, by the way. Well, almost being coach. Is he? But uh, he was. He's no longer. He yeah. He was Uh, coach and vice president of hockey ops. So he was. He was. He was the coach, which is one step below his GM, and he was one step above his GM as well. Yeah, they Inter- were pretty close. Interesting. That's that um, is that's interesting to yeah. me. Another hmm. name that you've recognized that is potentially in the in the running. Uh, not a ton has been talked about, it, but uh, Roberto Luongo from Montreal. There's no way Roberto Roberto is living in Florida right now. He uh, come on. There's no way. There's no way that guy's gonna be like, you know what? All my kids are in school. I'm gonna move from Florida back to Montreal. Deal with the crappy Canadian winters. Like, not yet. Not yet. Maybe yeah. in a few years, but not yet. Not yet. Okay. Okay. I, I think he could maybe come back. Uh, I think he'd be your next GM after this next one kicks him. Maybe. So I don't. I don't think. I don't think he has. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't think this next GM is gonna. I don't know. <laughs> Montreal's a tough market to win in, man. It really is. Yeah, it is. You know the media is shitty. They're gonna they're gonna ride you from day one. I think yeah. that I I don't know. Who do you want? You want Luongo, don't you? I uh, no. Let me get to the guys you've never heard of. Alright. Alright, Matthew Darsh. Who? Uh from he is currently the assistant, I believe, the, uh, he's director of hockey ops for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, he's from the Quebec. He, uh, he did play for the Habs once upon a time and his career, but he's currently president of hockey ops, or director of hockey ops for the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, doing good things there. He has been since 2019. Uh, I think he's done well there. You know, he's obviously done very well. He only came in 2019, in May of 2019, so how much of the success is his, we don't know. But he's been, I believe, working partially on the salary cap issues with them. So I think he would be a good choice, um, but he's not necessarily the guy. The guy I think is probably the guy. Martin Madden. He... Uh, he is the assistant GM of the Ducks. Uh, he's been with the Ducks for 14 years. He's been the head of scouting. Uh, and there was a great write-up on Reds. Let's see if we can find it real quick. Uh, yeah. He did very good things in... Uh, yeah, Mar- Ma- Martin Madden Jr. did great things in... Uh, in Anaheim as a... Uh, assistant GM, he was responsible for drafting guys like Bat- Batman, Palmieri, Fowler, Josh Manson, Will Carlson, John Gibson, Rick Cardell, 
Anderson, Lindholm, Shea Theodore, Andre Cass, Brendan Montour, Marcus Pedersen, uh, Andre Terry. Uh, uh, Andre, uh, Andre Casse, actually. Casse. Andre Casse. Sorry, my bad. Good. Also oh, drafted yeah, guys right. like Nick Ritchie, uh, Josh McGora, Sam Steele's look good. Max Kopp's look good. Isaac Lundstrom look good. Trevor Zegers, who looks great. Wow. You know, yeah. very... It's very early for his year. To be fair, if you have a pick in the top ten, you should be hitting on picks. I'm sorry. I know yeah, that you guys, you guys, you guys missed a couple of them, but like you, if you have picks in the top ten, you should be hitting. Yeah, like he took Palmieri in 26 twenty sixth that year. He took uh, Louis LeBlanc eighteen. Yeah. Uh, Will Carlson. He took fifty third overall. We took Nathan Bolio seventeenth that year. William Carlson uh, immediately got traded to Columbus, so I wouldn't put yeah. your high horse on that pick very much. Yeah. That same draft, he took John Gibson and Ricardo. Yeah, John all, Gibson was all John three Gibson of which was, we took after we selected Nathan Bolio. Well, Bolio, by the way. Yeah, John Gibson was a late pick. He was in the second round, thirty ninth. Thought he was third. Uh, guess not. Nope. And Ricardo um, was thirtieth overall. Well, yeah, but Ryan, uh, here, here's the here, Lynch, I, 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 he took I want, sixth overall after Galchenyuk third. I want I want to point this out though. Yeah. So your thinking right now is very just I don't care what the team looks like, it's just who is the best player. You guys would have never drafted John Gibson. Never. Not in a million years. Yeah, right. Um and li- I will say yes, but I will say this. In that draft class, you know this just as well as I do. Golchenyuk was much of a high much more of a high talented yeah. prospect than Lynn Holm was. Lindholm was more of a project. Olchenia was supposed to be a guarantee, and he didn't pan out in Montreal. But I don't blame him in Montreal, because he, he has had to play in some of the hardest markets there are. Yeah, he has. But he like actually Arizona. succeeded in Toronto. Well, come on, Arizona's a joke. He did great in Montreal when he was here. He did great, he did great in, in Toronto, too. Like, Yeah. Um, another great pick, Shea Theodore, probably going to the Olympics Canada this year, took one pick after we took Michael McCarrow. Who? Exactly. What round was that? First draft. We took McCarron twenty fifth. He took Shea Theodore twenty sixth. Guess I mean it all. Yeah, but it right now. sounds like to me, Ryan. There's twenty four other GMs that missed on that pick too. I wouldn't beat Bergevin up too much. Uh, twenty thirteen wasn't a bad draft year. Uh, we I'm pretty sure that's that. the one. Pretty sure that's the one where the least took Frederick Gauthier at pick thirteen. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't beat yourself up over that too much. Yeah. Other guys that came in uh, just before him. Yeah, you guys took Gautier, admittedly. Uh, Burkowski was two hit picks ahead of uh, McCarron, 22nd. Burkowski, but he only panned out late. He never looked like a no. talent until now. Uh, Domi, Horvat, Nishkison, Ristolainen, Nurse, Monaghan, Lindholm, and then, you know, McKinnon, Barkov, Durant, Jones. They're all, like, top five picks. They're, those are all, like, that was the start of the draft. It's kind of like, you uh, know, like, I... Lots Ryan, of great picks there. We did not get what, I'm, we're we're gonna keep we can keep talking about your candidates if you want, but yeah. where does this I, lead, where does this but, lead you guys this year? What's oh, the rest of rebuild. what's the rest of the year look like for Montreal? Uh rebuild. Just play it where you can, trade whoever we can at the deadline. So you're 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 I think yeah, you as a house fan right now, just like Petrie, Gallagher, uh Price maybe like like those, like yeah. those guys, you're you're fine with selling, like selling, selling the farm. Who, you're selling, you're or sorry, selling the house. You're selling the house. Here's who I would start with. Uh, Toffoli gone. Durant gone. Yeah. Petrie probably looking at trading him. Gallagher, 
maybe if he can find a good deal for maybe like he's a heart and soul of this team. I mean, the yes, thing he's is, be overpaid for the next few years, but goddamn, I don't want to see him go. Ryan, here, here's the thing about Montreal right now, right? Like, yeah. so you're you're committing to a full rebuild. Full rebuilds are normally three or four years. Well, Chenyak, or not Chenyak, Gallagher is already what 33, 32, 31? Yeah, 20. Are you sure he's not thirty now? No. Brendan Gallagher is twenty-nine. Interesting. Okay, well, either way, he—you guys finish this rebuild. He's thirty-three, and you just admitted that he's going to be overpaid for the next three years. Yeah, so, I'm saying he could maybe get moved. He's also the heart and soul of this team. Like Shea Weber was overpaid. Yeah, but if you're nobody, cares. well, I—I I don't. Believe, I, I'll be a hundred percent honest with you right now. I believe none of that. I believe that Shea Weber was not overpaid. None. Not at all. Not at all. As the Habs fan, he was. He do, you know why, do, you know, do you want to know why I believe he's not overpaid? Or he wasn't overpaid? Sure. sure. You guys made it to the Stanley Cup final last year with Shea Weber. What are you guys yeah. doing right now? Rebuilding. We made the Stanley Cup final last year with, uh, with Brendan Gallagher, too. He was a big part of that, that cup run, though. I also believe that Shea Weber was... Yeah, but you guys still have Gallagher now. I'm telling you right now, Shea Weber was was what was holding your guys' team together. 100%. You look at the stats from last year in the regular It's not season. about points. The games... The games that we played with Brendan Gallagher versus the games we played without Brendan Gallagher, we are 100% a better team when Gallagher plays. 100%. But I, I believe you're 100% or 150% a better team when Shea Weber plays. It doesn't matter. I, no. It doesn't matter about the points that Shea Weber put up, Ryan. It's about the leadership that the guy not, for. It's about the leadership that the guy gave. 100%. Yeah, and guess and guess what? Brendan Gallagher is going to be the next captain this game. And that doesn't matter. He's there right now. What is he doing? He is the only he's one of like three players who go out there and play with like they give a shit. That's what he's doing. And Josh, I know you keep talking about like, oh yeah, Shea Weber, you made the cup without him. You made the cup final without him. Now what are you doing? We also made the cup final with with Terry Price and we don't have him right now. That's the bigger issue. We don't have yeah, Shea Weber you, right now. Big what Ryan, we do, we don't you're, have to you know, you're, te- you're telling Weber me that's not the biggest part of that. But you're telling me right now, Carrie Price is gonna fix your guys' problem with everything. No. No, like that—that's—that's that's exactly the thing. If you guys had Shea Weber, I mean, Shea, you guys would not. not it would actually would Shea Price or Philip Dano would do far more for this team than Shea Weber. I—I I, I don't think you guys would be sitting at negative thirty goal difference if you guys had Shea Weber on the ice. I, I just no, don't think I don't. I think we'd be sitting at maybe minus twenty. I don't think but you would be because I think we'd be sitting. At I think I think that you're sleeping on the fact that Shea Weber made Jeff Petrie a much better hockey player. I think you're right. I think. But Josh, like I'm that, telling that's, you, I, am, I know you're having a good opinion here. I, I agree. Shea Weber was a big part of that. He was not the biggest part of that. He, he's not as good as people thought he was. He struggled a lot over the last few years. I think that, but I think you're, you're sleeping on some of the other things he did for your team. Like, it's not, it's not, Ryan, it's not always about going out there and putting up points. It's not. I know that, Josh. I have been telling you, though, other than. He has he not led your team in that. hits. No, he didn't. Last year, I'm fairly certain he led your team in hits. I will f- I'm not going to look that up because hits are fucking sensible. But he did not. Rom- Romanov leads our hits this year. The year yeah, not, not Ro- okay, year, Romanov lead. Cal Flory, a rookie defenseman, led our team in hits. Where's Cal Flory right that, now? <laughs> he is somewhere in the Seattle organization, I think. Maybe he's, he might be on waivers. He's in Seattle. Uh, he's not on waivers. Yeah. Uh, he was on waivers. So I think he's playing in the NHL right now. 
But like Shea Weber, yes, big tough, yes, did a lot of leadership things. Those are all things Brendan Gallagher can do, and I think that's what he's going to do. And we're getting away from the idea of yeah, Brendan Gallagher's probably one guy you could trade, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, more important guys to trade though: Dvorak, uh, Toffoli, Sherratt, Kucherov. I just like those are the bigger pieces to trade. Trade out. I j- just believe that. Shea Weber is just more. Like, I'm sorry. I, just, I believe he's super impactful on your guys' team. Like I just, I, I, think I he is. I think Gallagher was more. I think that I think this year, you guys, like, out of everyone that you're missing, I know you guys miss Carey Price a lot, but I think that Shea Weber would make this team at least closer to 500 than they're sitting. They wouldn't be a four-win team with Shea Weber. They wouldn't be. They I would be. I believe that. He, well, I believe with Carey Price or Felt. You know, we'd be better. I believe that. Right here's here's my reason behind everything that I'm saying right now. You just said, like, five minutes ago that only three guys are going out there and looking like they give a shit every night, and Gallagher's one of them, right? Yeah. You know just as well as I do that Shea Weber would go out there and give a shit, and as your captain, he'd probably motivate some of the other guys, especially with all the injuries he's dealing with, if Josh, he actually did play. Josh. I'm not wrong. As a guy who's watched this team for the, for the last three years and watching Shea Weber play, you're wrong. It's not. I think you, I think you play like he gives a shit, but I don't think it would matter. I think that he'd motivate some of his other players around. That's what a captain does. That's why you guys made him I, a captain. I don't think that you calling me inherent, like calling me wrong there is right, because I don't think I'm wrong. I'm fairly certain that him being the captain of your team makes more players motivated and wanting to play. If they didn't I, care, they wouldn't have won that series last year against us. They wouldn't have won the next series. Like they, think, they obviously cared when he was there. Can I, and I think, can I, can I finish I what think, I'm saying real quick? Go ahead. Fine. When you have an injury and you're playing through your injury, players look up to that and they respect that. Jay Weber had yeah. been playing through a fuck ton of injuries. Just because we didn't know about it doesn't mean they didn't know about it. They saw it. They saw the grind that he was going through. You gotta yeah. respect that. Come on, yeah. he's your da- he was your damn captain, man. Like, respect yeah. that. Josh, you're absolutely right. He does bring a lot of intangibles. I'm telling you. Well, no, you called me up. wrong. <laughs> you called you called you straight up called me wrong. That's why I yeah, went on that Josh, rant. You were going a little off off, but Brendan Gallagher, I'm telling you, can do all the things that Jay Weber did for that team. So All why isn't he doing it now? Because he hasn't been getting the seat yet, and I think he should. I so you think, think that you don't underestimate how much that the letter on the chest matters? He's wearing I an think, A. I think a C means the C just means more. It just. Does. I think Gallagher does do all those things. He does inspire the team, but we're still missing so many pieces. It doesn't matter how inspired they are. Like Ryan, this is the one time that as a Leafs fan, I'm going to actually like you know. I'm trying to be on. I'm trying to be on the side of the Habs here. Like, I genuinely do believe that Shea Weber would make your team better if he wasn't hurt. He absolutely would make the team better. He absolutely would make the team better. But I, I believe that he. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that statement that you're making about Carey Price. I agree. I'm just saying that I think you're sleeping on Shea Weber being more of an impact player. Because you called me wrong when I said that he would be impacting the impacting the game. No, he is absolutely going to be impacting the games. I'm not. You're not wrong. That's what it made. That's what you made me feel like. You called me wrong. I'm like, I'm I not wrong. Did not. I didn't mean to make you feel wrong about that. I just don't think he's going to be as impactful as people think he was. I think he has not been as good as people think he was. But I think it's a presence thing. Like, don't don't you agree with that part of it at least? That it doesn't matter how good he was actually playing. It's just a presence yeah, of being there. Absolutely, and that's what he was good at, and he wasn't doing enough. Well, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Right. I think he was we doing need, his damn we best. We need to move off of Shea Weber. We need to move off of Shea Weber. He's LTIR'd. He's 
Probably never gonna play. Doesn't. He's never gonna play again. But you talked about him being brought on as a coach. Yeah, I think he could make a coach. Uh, but more importantly, that start talking about uh, who I think is gonna replace Mark Bergman. I want to keep talking. Uh, I think Martin Madden Jr. is probably the guy who replaces Mark Bergman as GM. Matthew Darch could probably do it, but I don't think he is. I think if you hire him to be your GML, there are two other guys that I think would be great assistant GMs. One of those guys is Danny Briere. Danny Briere, to me, would be a great, great assistant GM, uh, at least to run something like the AHL team. Something that I'm started, I think, is a guy who could potentially be a great, uh, a great executive in, in hockey soon. Uh, you know, he's from Gatineau, he's from uh, Quebec, played for the Habs when, uh, at the end of his career. Definitely a guy I think could be very good. He's currently uh, doing stuff with the main Mariners in the East. You really want to give a guy with zero experience the reins to your team, though? Honestly? No, that's why I said, that's why I said assistant GM maybe run the AHL team. And then if you can, maybe get uh, Matthew Darsh to be the other, another assistant GM who can kind of do some stuff. Uh, Fairly certain there's only one GM spot. You'd have to give one of them like the head scouting position, kind of like what the Leafs ended up doing with Dubas, because Dubas was the assistant GM and, uh, oh, fuck, what was yeah. his name? Our, our assist, our, well, DJ Smith was the head coach down there, but it was, it was our head of scouting. Uh, uh, I have it on the tip of my tongue. Whatever. The when that happened, he was the head of the scouting and Dubas was the assistant GM. And so when they said Dubas is gonna be the GM, he quit. He just left. Yeah. You can have multiple assistants. Calgary has multiple assistant GMs. Uh so is Colorado, so is Columbus. That's so interesting. Story. That just Montreal seems like a bad that just seems like was a bad decision. Yeah. Having more than one. Is a lot I mean, of it's, it's, it's assistant GM. They, they all report to the GM. No, I know. It just seems like there's a lot of talking heads in one room. I mean, you have think you have to look at somebody to look over scouting, somebody to look over. Uh, well, yeah, but that's why you have your. That's why you have the head of scouting department. I mean, yeah, but like, like I don't. Know. I think though, uh, a leadership group of Darsh, Martin Madden Jr., and Danny Briere would be a great. Uh, trio for this team. Uh, whether you give Darsh or Matt Jr. the uh, the GM spot and one the other like head of scouting assistant GM kind of thing, it's up to you. Danny Briere, I think, would be a good addition though. I think he'd be in- very interesting. I think he's there's also a lot of talk that he could do. Uh, he's also in that talks. Like there's been rumors that he could be one of them. So I'm excited to see who we bring in. Uh, I think for the most part though, Jeff Gordon is going to be the guy. So you are like, one. You guys have to oh, yeah, Shanahan for, the, for the rest for the rest of the year. He'll he'll be the interim GM probably. No, we're hiring well, before the end of the year. I don't. I don't think. I don't. I don't see you guys making a hire until the end of the year, the end of the season. Oh, no. And I think that Jeff Gordon's just kind of gonna sit on his hands for the first few weeks, do a lot of stuff internally that we're not gonna see. And then we're going to yeah. start seeing trades rifle a lot. Because Shanahan, when he got hired, did start making moves immediately when he got there. There are things that you're going to see change uh, in Montreal. I, I think that Jeff Gordon's the right decision to be your guys as a, a president of player operations, or hockey operations, but I... Hey, Josh, do you know that it's currently the least of two G- assistant GMs? 
Uh, I did know that. I knew they. I knew one of them. I thought that they fired the other one. I guess that's Brentford, Ham, and Lawrence Gillum. Yeah, I thought that the second guy had gotten fired, but um, no, still there. Anyways, uh, no, this this could be uh, I don't know. This list is oh, this this is also last year's list. Uh, yeah, I I don't remember what I was saying. Neither do I. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, President of Hockey to... Operations, good, good move. A lot of moves gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, wrap up everything. Uh, there was a rumor that Patrick Waugh, uh, maybe talking about it for that job as well, because he wasn't pra- present at the uh, Rampart's practice this morning in the queue. He's been coaching. Uh, so we'll see where that goes, but I don't know. I mean, just because they're interviewing the guy doesn't mean he's going to get the position. But... Exactly. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I no, think I'm, I, I'm excited to see where we go with it. Uh, so you're pun. You're you're, yeah, you're done. You're you're punting on the year, right? Hundred percent, right now. Uh, with this move and the fact there is, uh, Molson did say that he's not scared of a rebuild. He's not afraid of it. So, wow. I mean, if you if you're the owner, what kind of position would you be putting yourself in though? If you admitted to being yeah. afraid of a rebuild, you yeah. Look- I mean, there's not. There's not a ton of guys that to, would just go out there and be like, yeah, I'm willing to rebuild, except for just an owner. Well, but, uh, I suppose, yeah. Uh, it is worth noting that Jeff Molson will continue to be president of the Montreal Canadiens. So he'll be president, Jeff Gordon will be president of Hockey Ops. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, that's, well, that's essentially the president yeah. tag is just the owner of the team. Like, yeah. the, Le- the Leafs president is uh, the MLSE. Uh... And just looking through some notes from uh, Jeff's uh, press conference he had the other day. Uh, yeah, there's no other changes coming right now. Coming weeks, we'll be looking for uh, a GM. You think Duchesne uh, is going to go too? Uh, actually, I was about to mention that. Uh, Jeff Molson said, was asked about it. He said, uh, I don't make coaching decisions. So. That's the easy way of saying he's gone. <laughs> like, that's the... That's... I mean, he did follow up with that by saying, as far as I'm concerned, he's going to stay. So, who knows? But I think it will be... He's going to leave it up to Jeff. I genuinely think that he's... He, I, he might... He's probably gone. Like, I, I don't know. I, unless, like, do you really believe that the reason you guys went on that miracle run last year was because of your coach? Because in the first... No, in about saying round one, you were like, "Get rid of Dominic Ducharme, please." Yeah, no. I, and then I you guys won. Because, I don't think it was because of that. Uh, I think it was more than anything. Carey Price went crazy and the team rallied. Yeah, uh, I'll give um, you. A, you want me to yeah. give you a time check? Uh, yeah, give me a time check. But uh, while you're doing that, while you're looking at that, uh, it's worth noting that we are Montreal Canadiens are also uh, creating a. A medical team directed at uh, mental health for players. So I believe that every see. team should have that, but that Absolutely. is good. That is good that you guys are doing that. Time yeah. checks fifty-five minutes in, and Josh still wants to talk about the Leafs for a, a minute. All right, all right. I will let you talk about the Leafs. That's all I have to say about the Habs. So, go ahead. Wow, we're good. All all of this stuff, we're good. I don't care what anyone says. The Leafs are 16-6-1 right now. 
What a turnaround from the beginning of the year. Oh my gosh. Jeez, boys. We're on fire right now. Like, we we want, we swept our Western Road Trip. And it wasn't close. Game 1, 6-2. Game 2, 4-1. Game 3, 5-1. Like, we were shredding these teams. We have a hard game tomorrow against the Avs. And that's going to be a real, like, uh, uh, tell for how the Leafs are going to be able to do for the rest of the year. But I've said this every single time. You know, this, this team, there's, they're, they're good, man. Like, uh, players are turning around. Tavares got 22 points right now. Nylander's got 21. Matthews got 19. Marner's got 19. And I believe the plus minus is starting to level itself out. Yeah. There's no way Jake Muzzin. That's hilarious. Jake Muzzin is no longer the worst minus player on this team. He is minus one. He was minus eight two weeks ago. So, wow, this team is really, really starting to turn it on. And Jack Campbell, man, and Joseph Wall, I got to credit both of these guys. I got to credit uh, Campbell more than Wall, but, like, man, like, I, I have to say this again. I've never watched a Leafs game, watched someone make a save, and then heard the entire crowd say the guy's nickname like that. And it's one of the most surreal and awesome moments I've ever felt as a Leafs fan to be like wow we actually have a solidified number one goalie and I'm not worried that he's gonna he's gonna start playing bad like I have confidence in this guy throughout the whole year he's already played 18 games he's 12-4-1 three shutouts his goals against is still 1-6-4 and his save percentage is a 946 we're almost we're almost 20 games into the season for for Campbell this year that he started like some people gotta stop sleeping on my boy. This guy's a fantasy oh. dream right now. Oh my god! Eventually, like ugh, Ryan, ev no. everyone, everyone is always playing above their projected whatever until they're not. Until they're not. He's not anymore. He is just this good. Oh, are you the stats show he's still. Um, are you doing your impression of Jake well. Allen? No, I'm. I'm doing my impression of. Uh, what I think of Jack, uh, Jack Campbell. Slate. You do know Jack Campbell has more wins. Jack, Jack, Jack you know, you know Jack Campbell has the same amount of losses that you guys have wins this year. Did you know that wins are a team stat? Did you guys know that uh, when your goaltender is standing on his head like this? No, it's not. <laughs> Jack Campbell in the last three games the team Leafs stat. have played. What, sir? Wins are a team stat. Uh, yeah, but Jack Campbell in the past three games he's played has led in a total of uh, three goals. So you're telling me that he's carrying this team and the Leafs are bad? Got it. Uh, no, because I believe the Leafs are scoring, you know, five, six, and four goals. But if you have a goalie on top of that who is going out there and only letting in one every night, you have Stan in a pretty good position to win every game. And looking what at the Leafs, looking at the Leafs schedule this week before next Tuesday, we play the Avs uh, tomorrow. We play the Wild on Saturday, and then we play the Jets on Sunday, and we're going to play the Jackets the Tuesday that our next podcast will be recorded on. I, like I always say, I don't need all six points. They can get me four. I'll lose to the Avs tomorrow. I don't care. I would prefer us to win because Nazem Kadri is playing really good, and that kind of pisses me off. But it doesn't matter to me because in the playoffs, he's going to do something dumb and get suspended again. So, anyways, 
Um, yeah, that's kind of all I have for the Leafs today, other than just they're really they're playing really good at hockey, they're turning it on, and I don't expect it to stop. I expect them to be one in the Atlantic Division at the end of this year. No doubt in my mind. Uh, with Tampa's injuries, and well, I get, yep, Florida to deal with, and Bob's so. I'm not worried about Florida anymore, man. I'm really not. I, I, Boston, they're going to be chasing from the bottom right now anyway. They're already going to be at a, at a disadvantage. Don't worry about Boston. Florida is the only team, like Florida is the only team that I consider will be close because right now Florida is two games behind back or two games behind us and or ugh, sorry they have two games in hand on us and are only behind us by two points. So in theory they could win these next two games and be ahead of us. But I just I don't know man the Leafs are a, like they're playing on fire right now they really are they're firing all cylinders. Even Keith said the other day, he's like, I didn't, I, I don't know, what the, I don't know what happened. He's like, all of a sudden, yeah. they're just like, they're on. Yeah, and then January's going to come, you know, start, like, slowing down, and then no, 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 no. going to come, and they're going to fall. No, 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 here's, here's what happens, Ryan, because you got your days wrong. So, in January, we're still going to be playing on fire. The playoffs start in April, and that's when we're going to fall off a cliff, because we don't yeah. even get out of the first round. So, right. if you're going to, if you're going to chirp me, at least get it right. <laughs> you guys are going to get to game seven again. Jack Campbell's going to shit the bed. It's not it, not, league not shit the bed. He let in one bad goal all series. It's just unfortunate right. that it had to come in that game. And that's why you guys lost in game seven after you know, being on three. Well, uh, there's that and the fact that our captain got eliminated in game one. Congratulations. You're, you still had the Morris Richard winner at first line seven. Yeah. But and he Ryan, here, here's here's the thing I want I want to point out of the Leafs, right? It's, it's, it's everyone, goals, everyone, everyone always like dumps on the Leafs, but like we are we I we're paying four guys that much money. I will agree. So when one of them is gone, that is a huge, a huge amount of money that is gone. That's two players on most teams. So of course they're gonna play bad when they don't have him. Like, I'm tired of everyone fucking shitting on the Leafs because when one guy is out, they play bad. I, yeah, of course they do, because on most teams, that's three guys. Like, of course they're going to play bad. There's the difference between one guy, one big guy being out, but then also your other, two of the other guys just don't show up. Or, sorry, they got shut down by Philip Deneau. I'm tired of this, of this, uh, the story where they just couldn't score. No, no, no. it was Philip Deneau stopping them. Philip Deneau, Carey Price, was stopping them. No, it wasn't Philip Deneau. Philip Deneau's a great player. Uh, Philip Deneau's uh, a great player. You're mad that he's gone. You're fucking mad that he's gone. I, I am mad that he's gone. How I, like Philip, I like Philip Deneau. I liked him so ever I. since he was a Wildcat player. He was, and he, man, and he, he was crazy on that Cats power play. He was crazy. And he stopped uh, Mitch Marner and Austin in the playoffs. I believe he stopped... I believe he stopped. I don't. I don't think that he stopped Mitch. I believe Mitch stopped himself. Well, yeah. Mitch just... I believe that. I believe, yeah, that he stopped Matthews probably, but no one stopped Nylander. Nylander showed up. Yeah, Nylander wasn't playing against. He wasn't matched up again, so that's still... yeah. But you do realize who was Nylander's line mate, right? John Tavares. Yeah. yeah. So if JT doesn't get hurt, I've said this from the beginning. You agreed with me last year. That would have been a completely different series. Like that is, one, that is such an impact guy for the least. Like I'm not kidding yeah. that on most teams, that 11 point, whatever million cap that he has is three guys on most teams. So of course they're going to, what? They'd be equal to a third line. Okay. Well, okay. Two second liners. Yeah. 
You lose two second liners, you're probably yeah. down pretty bad. Yeah, but traditionally other teams, the other guys would just step up. You know? Yeah, but when you're paying... Here's, the, would just do here's the problem. When you're, when, when you're paying $11 million, you don't have players to step up anymore. Oh, that's a, that's a shame. That's, that's a shame. Yeah, I, Ryan, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that the amount of money that the Leafs are paying, and I recognize that, is not very good in this situation. But when it works, it works. And right now it's working. Playing the world's smallest violin for the Leafs' playoffs. Hopes. How much are you guys paying Carey Price to not play right now? $10.5 million? What was his stat line when he was playing? Other than the playoffs? Because I'm pretty sure it's oh, not worth $10.5 million. I'm talking to a Leafs fan. He gets playoffs. Yeah, right, fair enough. Playoffs? Uh, you, you shouldn't be making your money, all your money in the playoffs. That's not how hockey works. If that's how that work, if that's how that would work, if that's how that would work, then no team like Arizona, Clayton Keller is getting paid like nine million dollars. Why is he making any? He shouldn't be making anything. He should be making a million dollars. He'd be showing up in the playoffs that they were making it. Uh, I don't think he right. would. Uh, I, I, why would he not? There's no reason to show. There's no because he looks bad in the regular season and is overpaid. Yeah, but that's why. The guys that look good in the rover season tend to look bad. Oh, wait, that's just the Leafs. All right, we need to stop talking about... I need to stop talking about the Leafs. Um, yeah, when you're at the bottom of the division, I don't think you should be chirping at the top. Eh. Oh, well. All right. Uh, I have nothing to talk about. You got anything else to talk about? No, I'm putting the brass bananas on. <laughs> uh, you got trivia? The trivia? I, I didn't look up any trivia today. We're also like five minutes past already. So, I mean, if you want me to find trivia, I can. Or we can just save it for next yes. week. So, I don't... I I also don't think it's fair for me to do trivia when Ethan's not here because he's already behind. Fine. I'm counting this one point for me anyway, though. You can on your board. I'm not putting it in my scorecard. Why is my flashlight so dim? Why do you have a flashlight? Because when I don't, you can see how dark my face is on the sun, so you should put a flashlight here to dim it. Oh, my God. That's, that's, actu that's actually oh, funny. Just get, yeah. get you a light like that. Anyways, so... Alright, anyway, anyways guys, the uh, off the boards here, uh, it's been a lot of lot of news this week that we went over. Uh, me and Ryan don't hate each other, even though it seems like we do. Uh, I will lick you. <laughs> Alright, well, you know what, I don't know where Ethan was this week, hopefully we get him back last week. I haven't heard from him, I hope he's okay. Um, but as always guys, I've been Josh, that has been Ryan... Ethan would say the same thing. I'd say that's this has also been Ethan. And together, guys, we have all been off the boards. I hope there's news that comes out next week, and I hope the Leafs still keep playing good and no one likes the Habs. Have a good day, guys.